Hey everybody, this is Dr. Drew B. And I'm here to welcome you to my podcast, Ikigai Leadership. We're going to be talking to leaders in all different industries from all different backgrounds and demographics from all over the world. And we'll be discussing topics like leadership development, culture, DEI, content creation, and marketing, and all things business and entrepreneurship. Damon, welcome back. Thank you, everybody. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. It's great to have you back, man. Thank you, everybody, for joining in today to our uh, Ikigai Leadership Podcast. My name is Dr. Drew B, and I'm here with my good friend, uh, Damon Johnson, a.k.a. DJ Realty Solutions. Welcome back, bro. Thank you for having me. I know it's how long has it been? Has it hasn't been that long? A couple months, maybe? Since we saw each other, it's been a few months. But since we talked, we talked on, on that book conversation. So we've been in touch. Yeah, we try to stay in touch. I got to do a better job. I got to do better. Uh, me too. I think I think we both fall into the same trap, my friend. But that's okay. It's all good. How how has business been so far? I know you started the social media stuff. I picked up a huge client last week, and it was like she's family, so it's been different because with their social, I'm using their voice. With my other clients, are kind of in my same realm of business, so I can kind of use my my voice with their voice. So figuring out their voice <laughs> is different. So we're, we laugh and she's like, Damon, that doesn't sound like me. I'm like, are you sure? So yeah, we're working those kinks out, but it's been, it's been great. She referred another client to me and Tripp and I went to meet with both of them yesterday. So I got ahead and behind at the same time. <laughs> so like, yay. New clients are like, oh no, I'm behind on paperwork. But so yeah, it's been it's been interesting. It's been busy but good. Better busy than waiting for the phone to ring, I would say. Yeah, agreed, man. hundred percent. Congratulations. That's that's awesome. You got Thank a couple you. more clients and it's always good to get that coming in. But you know, from social media side of things, I think people don't realize that that little piece of, of things because you know, everybody thinks, Oh, I got a Facebook account, I got an Instagram account, I can be a social media consultant. But no. I'm sorry. You really can't, right? I mean, I was reading this thing today. There's a book out there called um, Influencer. And so, I mean, the content is good so far. It's, it's. I forgot who it was by now. I, I'm, you know me. I, I don't know authors as, as well as, you know, I, I can talk about the book titles or whatever, but authors and content. Well, content I know, book titles I know, authors I don't know as well. The book is geared towards women, which is fine because a lot of women are influencers. A lot of influencers are women, I should say. And, and especially she even says in the book, 95% of the influencers she hires are female. She doesn't really hire the many male influencers. But, you know, it's it's the whole thing about, well, what do I need to be an actual influencer to actually be a social media consultant? A lot of people think they just need to be attractive and then have a, have a camera. That's pretty much it. And it works for some people. It does, right? Because they get clients initially. It does, what, what happens, unfortunately, though, for you and I, people who actually know what the hell they're doing, is that we get the clients the second level, right? We get them yes. after them. <laughs> we get them after. Right. So they're like, oh, social media is bullshit. Or like, I don't, you know, I don't believe in hiring marketing consultants because I've been burned too many times. Because you're going with the wrong person, right? You're going with somebody like these other people who don't consider actual social media and marketing tactics and thoughts and strategies. And they just want to say, hey, I'm just going to be hot and post. And they don't realize that, oh, no, there's more to that. There's actually strategy behind it. You have to actually have their voice, Right. It's authenticity, brand authenticity, creating a brand, right? All that stuff has to be considered. I remember, um, oh, years ago, it was myself, my oldest sister, and D-Rock. We were on the phone for an hour arguing about the width of 
the lettering. My broker walked in like, what are y'all talking about? And it was something about the width looked wrong or something. You can overthink stuff so fast and you can, social is weird because you can overthink it and not post it and post it and be like, crap, that looks awful. Or, it's too spacey or or whatever, because I've posted for I've posted for clients and I thought it looked great, but one time somebody's head was cut off. And I was like, whoops, because there is no magic system that shows you what it's gonna look like on every page. It can show you what it's like on some pages, but then you'll know how these social how how the platforms go. You can think it looks one way and you look at it like that's not that isn't what you said it was going to look like. So it's a space where you're right. We get the leftover when they finally realize like, oh, I haven't made any money or I didn't get the, I didn't get the reach I was supposed to get. So can you fix it? I'm like, and then I don't know if you run into this. I've run into people with multiple accounts that need working on. I'm like, why do you have so many pages? I'm like, you have, Four Facebooks, four Instagram. I'm like, listen, you, ooh, you need to reel this on in. I'm like, uh, oh no. So I try to tell them, hey, you have a lot going on, and none of it is telling the right story. I think the two are related, right? That that whole having five, six pages or whatever, and then combined with the idea of you don't know how things are going to look until you post it sometimes. That's getting better and it's gotten a lot better than it used to be, right? I mean, you think about even five years ago, right? Posting and content creation and whatnot was for like the elites, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because you had to know how, how the heck you would do it. Like, take, take this this setup right here, right now, you and I have right now, right? StreamYard. StreamYard was not always as easy. No. Right? It when, when it first awful to use. <laughs> when they first came out, I was like, what? You got to do this. And, and you basically, you have to be a programmer and have the API yourself. I looked at it years ago and I was like, oh, I don't have time for that. No, absolutely not. I was like, what in the hell? And, and when, when I first saw like, you know, the Gary V's guy, Dustin, he did a video during 2020 about how the setup for, I think it was StreamYard at the time. And, and it was, I was just like, this is so complicated. I don't even want to bother with this. And I was like, just no. That's why I got to use StreamYard for D-Rock. I was like, bro, I said, oh, I'm not a techie. I know just enough to get things set up. If it's like less than 10 steps, you got me. But more than 10 steps, I'm like, oh, oh, oh no. Same thing with Zoom. I go in with Zoom sometimes and I'm like, listen, I'm here just for this meeting. All this other stuff, I don't have time for that in a good way. I'm like, I'm sure it's fantastic and I'm underutilizing it, but it becomes a time thing. If, if things are cumbersome, I need to have systems that I can use in my car as I'm walking, wherever. So easy is always best for me and my clients. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's gotten so much easier, right? It's not to the point where it's like super, super easy, but it's easier than it used to be in terms of how to use things and whatnot. The barrier to entry is much, much lower than it used to be. And I think, you know, back in the day, you used to have to have separate Facebook accounts for different things you wanted to do, right? Like you used to have your personal, which is like just, you know, I had my personal and then I had my business version of me out there, you know, that I want to segregate from my personal side. Cause I don't want, you know, people, my personal stuff coming into like my business stuff, whatever. Now you can separate all that, right? You can separate all that stuff on one account. And again, you couldn't do that back in the day. So I think that, that that's why people 
don't understand. Oh, I need to have a separate page for my business page. No, you can just have a page for your business. You don't have to have a whole nother personality for your business, right? With the platforms, they're listening to us a little bit where we're like, hey, we like you, but we are all programmers. Like, hey, um, I need this just to work. Yeah, I need to get your thoughts on this. And this is this is a serious situation here. Meta Business Suite. Well, I just I told you, I went to the Meta School while they were here. I'm certified in it. <laughs> is that? I don't know. I like it. I think it could grow pages and businesses to the moon. I don't know if I would pay for it. Like the way that they showed us how to set up when we're selling things, ebooks, from ebooks to lotions to whatever, that was absolutely fantastic. To me, that was the best part of the whole program. It just really depends on what you or the client is trying to do. Because I like I tell my clients a lot, a lot of them want to do, you know, the paid ads, whatever, whatever. I'm like, but you don't even respond to your comments. So I'm like, you got five comments from three days ago and you haven't even liked it, said anything. But what they're doing is set up really well. It's very easy. It's ease of entry, ease of everything. I need to look, revisit the price points because then it becomes a game of, am I running it or is it running itself? I think we're talking about different parts of the system because the part I'm talking about is the totally free part that's just the business pages that combines Instagram and and, and, and Facebook's old, old interface. Because I think I liked Facebook's old interface a lot. I, th- I mean, I think it was simple. It was easy to use. When they combine with Instagram, maybe they fixed it since I had this experience, but permissions were all messed up. Where to find stuff was messed up, like different settings and different campaigns and whatnot. And this is all the free version. This is not the paid version. And maybe the paid version is easier. Maybe that's the incentive to buy the paid version. Is, is it all? It's, maybe it makes more sense, but I don't know. For my real estate stuff, it used to be super easy to do the ads through the business manager, through your Facebook business account, just to set the ads up and get them going. Well, when Meta, Facebook went to Congress and they're like, no, 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 no. They made it so hard for us to even run an ad that you used to just put a video in of the, your newest listing, do a, a ad form to collect people's information, segment it a little bit, be done, set your amount and be done with it. It's gotten so difficult to even run it now to get it set up where I really don't even bother with it. I'll do a boost every now and again, but it's like the setup of it for business to have your businesses in there is fine. When you start running ads and you know, the going back and forth between the pages, like I have a client, when you try to connect a business page to your personal page from Facebook to Instagram, sometimes, sometimes the post transfers or sometimes it does not. People don't know whether they have a business Instagram or a personal Instagram. I have a client who has a huge Instagram following, but the music doesn't always transfer over right. That they have the 10,000 plus on the one page, but they don't have it on the other page. So it's very hard to remember as a person who's doing the posting where they have the most followers at, yada, 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 yada. It's, it's a lot. 
And I wish that they would before, like you said, before they would have combined the two platforms, they would have got some of those kinks out, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I, I think that's what it was. It's just when they combined everything, they were too quick to do it. They didn't do it properly, though. Like, like in terms of thinking it all the way through from a user perspective, like how is this going to come across, come across and make sense to a user, someone who has even one business, much much less multiple businesses, right? And if you're talking about yourself from a social media manager point of view, if you're managing multiple different accounts, switching between those accounts is a bitch, right? And being able to do that and keep track of what's what and where it is. Cause I, I was, I mean, we both have agencies, right? We're trying to do this for our clients and we were trying to find something with one client and it kept taking us to the other page and the other client's page. And I'm like, dude, this is not where we're trying to go. <laughs> like you're going to post on the wrong account. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, and then sometimes when you have a, a client with multiple Facebook pages and you click trying to get into the one, it takes you to the other page. And I'm like, no, I'm not posting on that page of theirs. But it, it's just, it's, it's a thing. You have to, like you said, make sure you're on the right page. I've posted to the wrong page before. Yes, I have. We've all been I'm there. Like, We've all been there. We've all like, been there, dude. Like, sorry. <laughs> I, it, it just happens. It, it happens. And then, I don't know if you've noticed this, if you post, let's say you're posting to their Facebook and their Instagram page, same message, the text gets squished when you go. <laughs> you have to go back in and be like space, 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 backspace, backspace, backspace. I'm like, you can't just set it and forget it. That's why people are like, well, do you use uh, a content planner? And I go, no, not. I thought I have, but no, not now because you can put it in there, but you still don't know what it's going to look like. And But speaking of that, have you run into this? where sometimes Facebook will let you schedule and then sometimes it won't. Yes. Yeah. It's like, oh, it just feels like it sometimes. It's like, oh, yeah. 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 I thought it would just be going crazy. I went to do a post for myself and it was like, well, do you want to schedule this for now or later? I was like, oh, why don't you do this all the time? It just it's willy nilly how it comes up. It's just yeah, like whatever. I think what's happening there is it's because it, a lot of platforms will do, will do this. It's it's a beta test without being a beta test, right? Okay. So they're testing different features in different markets to see what happens and see how it's used, and then they'll take it away. They, they, they won't even. It's it's, a, it's like a soft launch, right? So th- they'll see how much people use it, how they use it, if it works properly, that kind of thing, and then they'll take it away until while they make corrections to it and fix it or whatever, and then they'll make a big announcement later on whenever whenever they do like the next next round of release notes or whatever. They'll be like, yeah. I would love something like that. If it just does what it's supposed to do, it's not crazy expensive, I'm fine with it. But right now, I'm like, no, this isn't it. Yeah, I mean, that's just one of those software development things that they're probably working on, trying to make sure that it works and stuff that with, with the right markets. But They'll get it right eventually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's as long as they don't keep twisting it the wrong way. I mean, I think right now, you know, what's going on with Twitter slash X slash whatever the hell it's supposed to be called now, I mean... Ah, uh, that's a whole mess. I mean, I, I think so. Well, okay, well, I'm curious what your thought is on that. What's your thought on the whole Elon and, and X slash Twitter fiasco going on right now? Oh, we had this conversation when we were on with Ben. Twitter, I love it. I shouldn't say hate it at the same time. I love it for the sense of community that we have within our group. If I haven't talked to you in two days, I know you're going to, I know I'm, I can get you right on Twitter. That piece I love about it, the piece that I don't love about it is that 
it's a lot of racists on there who don't get checked. And I'm like, I'm not going to be the voice for Black America. And by, you know what I mean? I'm just not, I don't have that energy anymore. And I'm just like, I shouldn't say it lets things slip through the cracks. It's become acceptable to lead with race on there and not have anything happen. And then if we say something, we're seen as crybabies. You're too soft or, you know, the small, don't try that in the small town thing. I looked and I was looking on people's pages like, like, are y'all serious right now? <laughs> like, With Twitter specifically, it has become that kind of, I mean, look, there's a place for free speech, right? There's, there's an argument to be made there. Fine, right? I, I totally agree. People should should have the ability to say whatever the hell they want to say. Fine, right? Free speech. However, there has, like with anything, there's got to be a free, there's got to be a line, right? Where it's like, okay, free speech, but not hate speech, right? Like, we can't get into the world of hate speech. And again, even that world, though, I think part of the problem with this is is also created by, because you have people on the right and the left fighting all the time, right? But you, people on the right who are arguing for free speech are also, they're making that argument because people on the left are trying to curtail free speech so much, right? I find myself finding my place further and further into the middle of this conversation at this point, right? Because I'm, I used to think I was left, right? I used to think I was, I was a fully like liberal person, and now some people out there make me feel like, uh, dude, I feel like a Republican half the time. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy, but it's just like the things you, that you're not allowed to say, which are just like that's not hate speech though. You just because you're interpreting it as hate speech doesn't mean it's hate speech. However, there are things out there that actually are hate speech and are being treated with the same kid gloves as other things over here that are not the same, right? Right. Sometimes when I hear stuff, I'm like, okay. And then sometimes when I hear stuff, I'm like, okay, now you know, like you aren't a teenager or whatever. You know you were trying to be funny and not funny. You know what I mean? It's like, like, come on now. Like you, you, you know what you're doing. And I think with Twitter... It just is like a free for all. And my mom used to always say about things like that. Something has to happen for something to happen. And like with the school shootings and whatever, when somebody's famous child or somebody super rich person gets shot, God forbid, that's when you're going to see real change. When the right person gets bullied or, you know, pushed too far fast when something, you know, will happen. The way that people talk, and I mean, I've blocked some V friends, and I'm like, uh, it's me. I'm like, they have the right to say what they want to say. I have the right not to listen to it. So same thing with Twitter. I'm like, to me, it could have been a star. To me, it had all the makings of being one of the best platforms. I knew when they were like, oh, you got to pay for that blue check and you can only have so many views and so many. I'm like, you got so much other stuff to worry about besides, you know, the paying for it. And I would rather pay for a better version of it than what I'm getting now. And, oh, Tripp and I had this conversation. I want to open my Twitter back up, but I can't because I'm going to get so much crap. You know what I mean? Not crap towards me, but like right now I got it programmed to like NFTs, real estate, social media, V friends. I got mine cocooned where I'm like protected. 
because when I open it up and I look at other people's stuff, I'm like, oh, this is giving me a headache. So somebody else asked me about Twitter and I was like, oh, I don't go to that side of Twitter. I know the dark side of Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, I don't go to the dark side of Twitter. Um, And when it becomes too much, I know that I'll be leaving. I can see if it continues the way that it's going, I just won't be there. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think for me right now, the way I use it is I, I, I need to be more intentional about separating, segregating what my pieces of like making my lists, so to speak. Right. Cause I never actually, I never really used lists except since the beginning of Twitter. I, I used it very closely at the beginning and then that was about it. But I need to get back to that in terms of like curating who I talk to and, and, and you know, who is on different lists. Cause you get these promoted ads that are just ridiculous. Like I can't tell you number, I've gotten all these ridiculous like Trump ads and what else. And I'm like, dude, I could not have any interest in this at all. But I use it primarily for crypto, for VFriend stuff, right? And then talk to, like you said, talk to some people that I haven't talked to in a long time. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's very current. The news, the artists, it's very on trends. As far as the good stuff, it's it's better than the news because it's, it's right on. It, it's very quick, quick hitters. It's, it's That's what I love about it, that it's very... Like you said, it's very on trend and what what you want to use it for is right there. You don't have to you don't have to do much digging. But that whole limitation thing, that would, that doesn't make any sense. Like like you're you're exceeded your quota for the day. Like dude, I, and the, the the whole bullshit Elon explanation, like, oh well, I'm giving making people go back to their families. Like, no, you're not, dude. You're just, you're, you're, just you're just trying to make money off people, making people pay yeah. for shit. That's all you're trying to do, honestly. I, you know what I mean? There was no way I was paying for that piece of it. I was like, nope, no, no, thank you. I I do pay I pay for the blue check mark, I'll be honest. It's just because I want to be I don't want to be limited to 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 who can see my posts, right? Because I, I, I like it, I want to get my what out there. I'm trying to still kind of trying to grow my channel, still trying to grow stuff in general, right? But I don't know how long I'm actually going to do it for because I'm not. I'm not sure if it's making a difference. How much is it per month? I think it's twelve ninety nine. Okay, it's not horrible. I mean, it's not like ridiculous. If it was more than that, I don't think I would do it. Honestly, can you tell the difference? That does it give you like a report of how many people have seen it, or it shows? So it shows you in analytics. I'm not sure if you can see analytics without without having the blue check mark, but it shows me analytics of. We like used a- to see it. I don't know how to even check them for. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen it in a while. So I, I, I looked at. It, I look at it now. I guess I can see it now. I can see how many people see my posts. How many people, you know, like kind of kind of thing. Like how many new people engaged about that post versus people who follow me. That kind of thing. You can see stuff like that. I, I, I believe from like an analytics, like metrics point of view, but like I know that. The argument was, and I don't know if this is actually true. Maybe it's not true, and maybe I just cancel my blue check and see what happens. But that your post will be limited to just people who follow you. If you don't have a blue check, or people who reshare it, they have to reshare it in order for other people to see it. I don't know if that's true or not. But see, what's so funny, which is weird, because I can get more response on Twitter than Facebook. Response, like, 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 like in terms of people seeing your post. Yeah, like in terms of in terms of retweets, comments, or whatever. I can post a video on Twitter and get 400 views. Same video on Facebook. It'll take me three days to get 400 views. So for me, I was like, do I need this check? Like I tell them, none of my clients have asked for it. They've only really been asking about Instagram and Facebook because it's more local, localized business for them. They don't have a state, a national, they don't have a national business or companies or anything like that. So I always tell people I built a lot of my DJ Realty brand 
on Twitter. I said some of my best friends have come from Twitter, which is like we said, which is a shame because I love my Twitter people. It's really, I don't, I don't know if I tell people if Twitter was local for me, I'd be a multimillionaire. <laughs> it's just it's a it's a very interesting place. I think. Business-wise, I get the move. Brand-building-wise, I'm like, I don't know what that X is about. I'm just like... I don't know why the X rename. Like, I don't get that. Twitter, to me, was running itself. Yeah. You didn't need to... It didn't need a rebrand. I've never heard anybody say, oh, I'm going to jump on X right quick. (laughs) I I haven't heard that. I don't think we're ever going to hear that, honestly. I, I, everyone still calls it Twitter. When that X pops up on my phone that I got an alert, I'm looking like, who is that? Like, what porn company is this? I'm like, yes. I still look. Exactly. I'm like, who is this? I'm like, wait, is this like X videos or something? Like, what the yeah, heck is going on? Like, like, why is this on my phone? <laughs> yep. I still look like, what do you mean? Who's X? So, yeah. One of those unnecessary brands things that, I, that, that you know, again, I, I, I don't know what what elon's doing i mean he's a very smart guy he's got to know he's got to know that I, I i to some extent honestly i feel like he's just just kind of fucking around right because he was like space x and this x and that x and and this is going to sound terrible i wish he would just run the company and we would know who he was really yeah kind of yeah or- like zuckerberg he doesn't even though i heard you know all the stories the movies what I don't know that man personally. I have no opinion of him personally. I know what he gets on Facebook, Meta, Instagram, WhatsApp. He's talking about use this feature, use that feature. We're developing this. We're doing that. Whereas with Twitter slash X, they've never been like, oh, we're going to help y'all, you know, do this or we're going to help you guys learn how to do I've never learned anything from them. It's always been from other users. I've never had a sense that Twitter had any admins or any, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, people behind the scenes. Like, it's just like, it yeah, kinda... it's like you open the door and the kids go in the classroom and you just don't kill each other. And, <laughs> and, and there you go. Whereas with, with face, with meta, they, I think that's what they have over every. Same thing with LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I've never had any direction about, hey, I'm the president of LinkedIn. This is how you use LinkedIn. There's never been, it's been social media experts and, you know, whoever telling us how to use it, but never any concrete, hey, this is from us. Yeah. And I think part of it's also that's a brand difference. Like, you know, Facebook, Zuckerberg's the face of Facebook, right? He's, yeah. a, he's the face behind the Facebook, whatever that one you want to call it. I think I think the meta meta rename is stupid too, by the way. I think that's a horrible name to name it. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, it, it, so we're we're going to the metaverse, so we're gonna call it meta now. I'm like, no, because this is not the metaverse yet. It like, was oh, it was okay with just being Facebook. It, it, because nobody says metaverse. I don't, no. When I'm giving a, a talk or something, somebody, they say, oh, it's called meta now. And I say, who's saying that? Dude, the only people I know who call it meta are people who work at meta. Yeah, I and was And even like, they are like, yeah, it's Facebook. 
I said, nobody <laughs> that I know, Gary doesn't even say Meta. He'll say Facebook. Nobody says Meta, so. No, no, no no one. I I, I know a couple people who work at Facebook. They're the only ones who ever refer to it as Meta, and that's probably because they met they do it professionally. But again, even they're like, yeah, it's just Facebook. You know, yeah, whatever, it's like, Facebook. they don't really it, care. It's okay, because. And it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm like it, it doesn't. Nobody, no, nobody calls it that. So it's, it's 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 all good. Oh man. Well, one thing I want to talk to you about quickly, uh, VCon. So we're what, what a couple a couple months out from VCon. It, it just it, you know wrapped up. It was it was a whirlwind of a couple of days, and also it was also <laughs> apparently a, a rainstorm of a couple of days too. <laughs> that was a yes. night, that was crazy. So what was your biggest takeaway that you're still working with right now? Uh, you know, a couple months later. Oh goodness. Oh, timing and shooting my shot. The the timing of it not pretty much not getting in my own way and just constantly but constantly pushing myself um at the same time just actually doing it, getting organized with my time. It's just so much to work on, but for me the timing piece was like don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Just, you know, just put it out there. If you want somebody on your show, just ask. And the worst they can tell you is no or not right now or whatever. There's a guy, a local guy here who's famous. He's an athlete here. We know each other, but not like hang out, but we know each other enough to see each other like once or so a month, the same circle. And I've asked him a few times to be on the show, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, forget it. <laughs> I was like, I'm just, because I felt like I was wasting my time and his time at this point. I'm like, you know, I want you on the show. It's like, but I was like, with timing and easy, could I have somebody else on that would be easy and that would appreciate the time of being on the show? You know what I mean? It's like, I think what a lot of times we chase after people who don't want to get caught or they want you to keep chasing them. I'm just like, whatever. If you're going to do the show, do the show. If you're not going to do the show, don't do the show. It's like, you know what I mean? Because at this point, this podcast will go viral and here you are on CNN. You know what I mean? So you just, you just never know when people ask you to be on their show or whatever. I literally be like, I always say yes. I do. I'm like, yep, yep, I, I can do it. Just let me know when I can do it. Um, with VCon, I think, oh, God, I don't know. There's so much, there was so much going on, but in a good way, I still wish they didn't have the classes overlapping so much. Yeah, the different tracks. Yeah, because... There, there were some good tracks. I mean, I, I, you, you almost have to do that, though, right? With a, with a big yeah, you almost that. have to because there's no way there's no there's no way to get everybody on with who da- who what, who DJ wants to see at you know what I mean at nine ten eleven twelve one o'clock lunch come back go home it's impossible to do I don't know it just was like you got to pick your battles you got to pick who you really want to see what message you really think you can get out because I really had no plans on staying for the, uh, under armor guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kevin Plank. Yeah. I know who he is. Kinda. I was like, eh, I end up loving his message. Like, Oh, this is fantastic. Like, 
Like, okay, here, here we go. Like, sometimes you sit in those and you just never know. It's like, oh, all right. So they're saying we should know early where it's going to be at. Come on, Detroit. I don't know if it's going to be close, far. I don't know. It's just, I'm not going to Florida. Let's get that right out there right now. I am not. I am not getting trapped in we don't like brown people land. So I'm just not. I'm like. I mean, it depends on what part of Florida. I mean, Miami yeah. is not too, too bad. You know, but yeah. pretty much anywhere else in the state. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah I'm, like, I'm like, um, yeah. So, yeah. We'll I don't think he's going to be in Florida. I, I mean, he's been pretty, pretty, pretty solidly in the in the Midwest, mostly. Midwest, East, yeah. I'm thinking he wraps it up in the, New York. is so hard to have something at. It's not going to be New York. There's no way it's going to be New York. Yeah, New it. York is too hard and too expensive. What would you build? Jet Stadium? It's like MetLife Stadium. It's like, what would you... It's not even in New York. It's in New Jersey. It's It's like, where would you have us at that we could all get... We could never make the time. If something started at 9, you have to leave your hotel at 7 trying to... Unless it was like, um, what do you call it? That that place where they have um, New York Comic Con? Uh, Javits Center. The Javits Center would be big enough. But I don't think... It's expensive. It's expensive. Like, where would we all stay? We could not pull it off for a couple hundred bucks. We just could not. No, it's just, like it's like six hundred dollars a night for a hotel in New York. It was like, it's, it's like, like you sleeping. Am I sleeping in your bed? You sleeping in my bed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like me, you, and four other people in two twin beds. Like, all right, scoot over. <laughs> right, right. I, I think Detroit is is a, is a definitely a possibility. I think because I think even Chicago might be. I, I think I, I really think Midwest. I was thinking he was going to pick Chicago, and here's why I thought Chicago when he went for that card convention. He went to the car convention, and then when I saw him there for the V Friends toy launch at that Macy's, I was like, "Why is he in?" I, I'm, the Macy's is huge in Chicago. I get it, but I always overthink everything. I was like, "They scoping out cities." I said, "They're scoping out cities without telling us they're scoping out cities." I was like, "Why is he here in the middle of October?" Yeah, I'm like, mm, <laughs> "Here we are." I'm like, yeah, it's either Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, um, hell, even D, but DC is busy too. It's like, DC's expensive. Uh, DC's expensive. It's busy. DC's expensive. I don't know if it's going to be, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but I don't think it will right, be. Right. You're busy. like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll be DC. I think it's going to be somewhere in the Midwest. And, you know, to your point, I think, <clears throat> you know, it, it was one of those things where it's hard to see everybody you want to see there. Right. Yeah. And, almost like, honestly, I, I, because I, I didn't know who uh, Andrew Schultz. I, I knew of him, but I didn't know he was as funny as he actually is. Because I watched some of his comedy since then, and he's actually pretty funny. I, I actually, looking back, I wish I had gone to the to that night, the performance of Andrew Schultz that night of Econ. I remember we got dinner. And we we all we we. Oh bounced. yeah, I was like, we were tired. We were, I mean, we were exhausted, dude. I mean, you know, it was a long last day. I'm a grandpa at night. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm generally not, but that was an exhausting couple of days. So it was just like. Yeah. <laughs> it got to the point where I was like, you know how you use all your energy for the day? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> because you want to be on, you want to be nice, you want to not miss anything. You know, you could look the wrong way and miss people. You're like, wait a minute, who was that? So you kind of want to be on. And when it was over, I was like, we got to go back and do what? Like, wait a minute. <laughs> so my goal was, my goal for the next one is to at least go out once while we're there. Yeah. 
at least to go to one of the nighttime things. I'm going to try to go to actually all of them if I can because I, I, oh, I do think it's worth you. it to try. I mean, it's, especially yeah, it's supposed to be the last one, right? I don't know. You know, it's supposed I'm to be with the... you. I'm, we're going to, who's, I'm like, you're going to damn wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, yo, wake, wake the fuck up. Let's go. 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 let us go let us go let us go let and I, I want to thank you again for being on the show. But what, what's what's a message that you want to leave folks with from any point of view, from a personal perspective, from another point of perspective, a, you know, whatever business perspective, whatever you want to leave folks with? Just be as nice as you can be to people. You just never. I noticed you've heard everyone's heard this before. You never know what somebody's going through. You never know what that person behind you in line is going through. What that person behind the counter is going through. Um, if we could all just be. And I don't mean you have to be a doormat, but, you know, you just give a smile or a wave or a nod because we in in this economy, we're all one invoice away from disaster. It's very true. (laughs) Did you pay your bill? Please let that check come through today. (laughs) It's like so you just you just never know. And I try to I'm not perfect by any stretch of imagination. I try when I don't have something nice to say, just to be quiet, I'm like, mm, just be quiet. Or I just wait till my friend, my my small circle is around. Just like, can you believe what that what the, that flippity flap uh, said to me earlier? But yeah, I just try to, you know, treat people like I want to be treated. Whether it's I go up for a big company pitch or a small business pitch or a mom and pop shop, I try to. I treat all my presentations, you know, the same, uh, you know, tell them what I can do, what I specialize in. Uh, I had a meeting the other day with a small shop and I, he was like, he was meeting with other people. And I was like, great, please do that. Cause I don't want you to just settle on me. I don't want you just to get me and be like, I should have talked to Dr. Drew too. You should. I, I tell people you should, because, You just never know. So he was like, really? I was like, yeah, I don't have any competition. We all do the same and different things at the same time. So, yeah, I just try to treat people normal and easy. And I want when you meet me to be like, I really liked him. Or he just, I liked him or he just wasn't for me. (laughs) Oh, 100%. I mean, I totally agree with that, man. I mean, there's... A client actually that I'm, I'm going to I'm interested to another coach because I want him to, to to meet multiple people and make the right choice. Like fit is everything with coaching, right? Yes. Same thing with social media, right? You got to have people who have the same, who have the, not the same, but who understand your voice, understand who yeah. you are, understand your, your your brand, right? And are able to recreate that as much as they can, right? So if they don't align with it the way you want them to, you shouldn't be stuck with that person. You should not be because you. You won't like it. You'll be like, how can I get out of this contract? I'll get me out of here. Don't use Damon. Don't use Dr. Drew. And you, none of us want that. So, yeah, I try to be as nice and a truth teller as I can be. Like, I've had clients that have asked for stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't have the capability to do that. This one guy wanted a national campaign. I was like, oh, you need a publicist. You need a publicist in a bigger shop than I have. You will need at least ten thousand dollars, at least, to pull any of this off. Some of the bigger publicity companies are probably looking for more of a minimum of fifty k. Yeah, I was like, "Good luck." I just, I was like, he wanted a national campaign, and I was like, on social or on the networks. 
<laughs> yeah, that's not that's a socials. Yeah, absolutely, we can do that easily, right? But yeah, I said social, on networks, yeah. that's that's publicity. That's publicist. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to be on the TV screen, and I'm not mad. Empty your wallet and knock yourself out. <laughs> well, Damon, I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for being on the, on the show, and I really appreciate your time. And always messages are always great on point. Everyone, thanks a lot for tuning in to this. And, you know, Damon Johnson, if you guys are in the Detroit area looking for a house or mortgage or want some support with social media, DJ Realty slash Damon Inc. Those are the place to go check it out. So, Damon, thanks again. Appreciate it, brother. We'll catch up again soon. No, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much, everybody. I appreciate it. All right. Take care, guys. Hit like, subscribe. Share this with somebody who might find it helpful. Take care. Thank you all so much for listening to the Ikigai Leadership Podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review with comments to let me know what you thought. It really helps me keep on delivering valuable and relevant content to you all. And if you want to connect with me directly, please feel free to do so on my socials. That's at Drewby on Twitter, at Drewvubby on Instagram, and LinkedIn. It's linkedin.com slash in slash Drewby. Thank you all so much. Take care. Stay safe. Talk to you soon.